0: Hey folks, welcome into Pro Football Ireland, Monday, morning football. After a a really interesting week five of the NFL season, you know the drill by now, we're sort of like, look, first off, we're presented by ADD Sport, the official betting partner of the NFL in Ireland and the UK. We're not all over the shop, but just with the London games and different things. There's certain things going on, different sort of programming. So it's myself, Michael McQuaid, Uh, delighted to be joined in this segment. By Michaela Fagan first off Michaela, how's the form hiding?
1: I'm definitely probably not as tired as you who are at the Bills versus Jaguars game in London you flew in this morning flew home this evening and why I got to lie cozy on my couch slash bed and got to watch Red Zone and have a nice Sunday dinner so I'm definitely probably more awake right now than you are.
0: I feel funky fresh and I'm gonna watch Sunday Night Football, like an absolute madman. Um, if people are listening to this, we, we haven't got our usual mics, so please forgive us. I would say for people wondering, the Dream Team, myself, Michaela Connor, uh, back after next week in full format in terms of... Um, I think we should have a podcast next week just with all of us, but once that game is over next week, we're sort of back to normal again. A couple of weeks in between Germany and, and we'll get back up. and We really appreciate just the people that have given us just feedback for that that podcast. It's been awesome. So that we did, you know, we we definitely appreciate it, folks. It was a really interesting week five, Michaela, which obviously started off in London. And for people listening to this podcast network, there is a podcast with me and Connell in a taxi, which features everything from an ambulance to a man shouting. It's good stuff, like it's top range stuff, Michaela. It's good crack. And then there's also a podcast with our dear friend Connor uh, in Pittsburgh. They, they had the time of their lives in Pittsburgh at that great Ravens game, and they really go into detail, on it, and we'll we'll touch on it. So there's already two podcasts, but I, you know, I certainly it would be a, it, it would be amiss of me not to um not to ask you about just your thoughts on that game in London, and um, both as somebody talking about it and just also as a fan, because I know yourself and JF yourself and JF, but <laughs> yourself and Jason especially were chatting about it, um during the game, and it was. It was good crack chatting these, especially when, um, you know, you're... I, look, here, maybe it's my old age. I'm I'm getting, like, really, like, homesick now. I just want to be at home. And it's like... I was sitting in the and I was like, oh, I'd love a cup of tea and a duvet. I don't know. Anyway, what was London like? Was it nice?
1: Yeah, it was fun watching London this week as opposed to being there uh, last week and getting to see what it was like, you know, just chilled and relaxed um, at home. And... Um, it was definitely though, a great experience I didn't expect to see so many Bill fans um, the Jaguar fans obviously all came over for the first game most of them probably went home because it is hard to do a week in London you know London something you do for three or four days so you know you wouldn't really blame um, heading back home but
0: we were, um, were you not surprised at like the lack of because I, I look I, I haven't seen how it looked on TV Michaela like literally just from obviously being there and having the TV view from where I was sitting but were you not surprised at the lack of we're not surprised at like the lack of UK Jags fans. I was, to be honest with you. Just like in the sense of there were so many Buffalo fans. I couldn't I couldn't believe it. Like we literally, if you remember last week, and this is just, I think, obviously me talking to Michaela folks, but it's for everyone on the podcast. Like we got to Wembley at nine, nine-ish. Nine-ish, yeah. it, it, it wasn't that busy. We got to Tottenham at nine o'clock and it was. Bedlam. Hi. I was like, what's going on here? But there wasn't, like, I thought there'd be more Jags fans. I don't know. Um,
1: You see, the thing probably is, like, the tickets are more on the expensive side. And, you know, everyone's kind of like a cost-of-living crisis at the moment for everyone not to be a bummer. And so people probably, you know, um, had to pick certain games they could go to. You know, maybe the Bills game was probably high on everyone's list as a Jags fan because, you know, they got to see Trevor Lawrence and Josh Allen. But it probably sold out really quickly. It, It seems like a lot of Bills fans got the tickets. And so that's probably why there was a lot more people at the Jaguars and Thousand game. It was more accessible. Um, but, you know, it, it was interesting. I do think we, we talked a little bit about this last week. And I was asking Josh Allen at the press conference last week if, you know, they've gotten used to playing in London. And if they think that's a competitive advantage over other teams. And I think definitely today it was. Um, you know, there was a few mistakes from the Jaguars. You know, Lawrence had two fumbles. Um, but they played really well otherwise, you know, Etienne and Ridley Ridley was just unbelievable every time he was showing the ball he just kept catching it and catching it yeah, I think Etienne's last touchdown was unbelievable it just looked like he ran into a load of people and he was suddenly on the other side running in for a touchdown, you know, finishing off the game so I do think the Jags definitely did have the advantage of Shane and London for the rest of the week because the Bills just didn't they didn't start the game well in the, in the first half and even though there are small Bills fans and Jag fans. It did. It didn't matter. It did, as Adam said last week, that London is their home, and it did. Even without many fans there, they, they definitely played like they they were playing a home game this evening or this afternoon.
0: I, yeah, look, I I I completely agree with you because I said, I said it to the like and I said it to anyone I was sort of chatting to, it's 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 really hard to explain, and maybe maybe people see that over the TV you could just sense a real calmness with Jacksonville, like on the sideline. Just, I mean, it's it's hard to explain. Like obviously the Bills didn't really show up until the fourth quarter, which was like really the only, the only real negative for me was that because you're looking at a team, Michaela, that put 20, 30 points up last week against Miami. And you're thinking, Jesus, this could be a great game here. It was, it was a great game in the sense. It was tight. It was end to end. It was very unpredictable and we had a great ending. I, I did expect more. But here, the the press conference was like a funeral at the end. They, the, the, the one thing that we haven't talked about on the other podcast is we all got in Stansted Airport and the Buffalo Bills walked through the airport. Didn't speak to anybody. Didn't talk to anybody. There was kids waiting to get Josh Allen high fives. They walked straight on. They're gutted, like and I. I don't blame them to be fair.
1: Yeah, because like I think they've be got because they've they've lost their first game of the season, and then and then they've lost to the Jags. You know, they're the same kind of um, they the same record as the Jags. They're both three and two teams. Um, so um, I think the Bills would definitely want to be you know at least four and one. Um, I don't think they see them on the same level as the Jags. I, you know, I think the Bills see themselves as elite, and they think they look at the Jags and think that the Jags are kind of just coming into their own. You know, they've just kind of entered the, the peak of their rebuild. You know, they shouldn't be beating the Bills. Um, you know, it is a long way to travel. You know, and it's, it's probably the expectation of, you know, beating the highest score in NFL team last week. You know, they probably thought they'd come to London on that high, and well, all their fans there, and you know it's the first time Josh Allen has played in London, I think. So you know, there it is a long way to. to well, they played in was it twenty nineteen? I'm not sure if it's the second time or first time. But yeah, you know, it's they haven't second time. Yeah, so they haven't they haven't played here in the last few years. So they probably like want to win, and you know, going home now and they have to get used to the time zone. So and they're they're probably wrecked Like you you know yourself, like it, it it's a lot of travel, and they don't know how they do it all the time. So. Yeah, I'd, I'd be pretty bummed as well by the Bills because, you know, it looks like it's going to be a long season now. They're, they're definitely kind of not like, you know, the Eagles or the San Francisco 49ers. They're definitely going to lose a good few games this year. You know, I wouldn't be scared if I had any team facing them. Um, and their secondary is um taking some hits with injuries. So I think, you know, I wouldn't they know a long season ahead. So I think that's why they're probably a bit bummed out. But, you know, Josh Allen, the you know, they'll, they'll bounce back, you know, but um, yeah, the Jags are definitely all over them today.
0: Jags look really good. I guess the last thing I'll say on this is you can see them really bounce back and it, it could really, I know the whole injury front could be really bad in the defence, but if you get somebody like Von Miller stepping up, they, they could make a push. So time will tell. We'll uh, we'll cover all bases with that there. It's, it's funny because there's a few things, you mentioned the Eagles there, i'll go into more detail on that tomorrow night with jeff because i want to watch some tape back i wouldn't want to half-ass something but i listened to the mid-third and the rest of the fourth quarter almost on bbc5 live on the drive home from belfast and just the commentators the eagles commentators were talking about just how they weren't that impressed with how the eagles have started the season and they, they feel like they need to reach another level and it could be an interesting discussion point to make and um, we have to talk about the Patriots Michaela. like I mean where the hell do we start here and it's like it's I've seen I've seen the highlights like I've, I I've think
1: watched we'll, we'll start I'll start with a bag. I think you all you Mark Jason all picked the Patriots to win I'm the only one that picked the Saints and I was actually shocked that you picked the Patriots because I was like defense, the defence the
0: defence has been like the defence through through four weeks was was getting them fluid like you like the reason I picked them was due to sort of the question mark around Derek Carr but like the, the problem is it wasn't like the Broncos for example but like the, just the other way around like the Patriots defense were playing really really well and then this week obviously post to be fair to be fair now post the picks going in because the picks were in early because Mark was
1: don't know, don't know, don't the, be the rugby
0: I will I'll just say right now I'll not be at that London game if we win next weekend in this rugby match. But um, cool. obviously, Matthew Judon going down, Christian Gonzalez going down, huge for the Patriots' defence. And they looked, Michaela, like a team that really, really missed him today. Without those two guys, they're in big, big trouble because that defence was really getting them over the line in games. Um, I don't think it's a discussion at the minute for, for Bill Balachick in terms of his future. I've said previously, I think this will be his last year, but if you're New England now and you're sitting five weeks in and you're one and four, is it time to tank?
1: Um, I think, I, you know, I've written an article about this for our um, website about what well, um, head coaches are on the hot seat. And I did think that the Patriots are going to be retiring, um, while well, planning Bill Belichick's retirement. And I, I think this season so far has proven that they will be doing that you know, the Patriots, they're an esteemed organization, you know, all the commentators are saying it's so odd to see the Patriots in this kind of, you know, situation because, you know, the last 20 years when Tom Brady was at the Hound, they were just constantly, constantly winning. And um, so I think, you know, I think Bill Belichick will probably know this in his final year and um, even if they do improve, you know, he, he, they won't improve enough that they'll, you know, be contenders. And hard
0: you know. when he's GM as well. Like it's it's hard when he's not just a head coach, but he also makes his. And mean, like, the, I don't think like I, I think he needs to go because of his decisions at GM. Like I mean, they haven't they haven't brought a quarterback in. Yeah, he, he's like, never, Billy Zappi's not going to get them anywhere. You
1: know, no, like he's he's never he's always kind of made odd choices as GM and bringing in his, in players. And I think he's better at bringing in defensive players and offensive players. Um, yeah, but I, I won't be surprised that the Patriots ownership will probably want some fresh blood anyway. He's been around a long time, um, so I think they'll bring in a new head coach They'll bring in a new general manager, manager, give them kind of a facelift. Um, I feel bad for Mac Jones because you know, he when he was getting drafted, you know, he was kinda of like, Oh, Kyle Shanahan wanted him at the front of the San Francisco forty ers they were gonna take him third and he landed with the Patriots. So like I don't I just think it's the coaching situation. Like I don't think it's all necessarily him. You know, the offensive line wasn't very good today either. Um so I I do think though, you know, if they if they Tank. I, I don't think they'll tank. I don't think Bill Belichick is going to tank. I think he's going to the final season, he'll want to win as many games as he can. But if they are in a situation where they're maybe in the top five pick, I do think they'll do something to try and get to the first pick to, you know, obviously draft Caleb Williams. So, yeah, I, I, I think this it's still really weird saying their season's over. But yeah, I'd be more kind of looking to the future now to see who they'd be drafting, possibly a quarterback. In the draft next
0: year. I certainly don't think they'll. Tank in badness. But from what I've seen tonight. They're not winning the game this side of Christmas. They're crap. Yeah, And it's amazing how. Two or three key defensive players. Can make them look so unconfident. But the like the the offense. Like I mean I, I wrote an article for the Irish Star. But it's over there. Like the offense is atrocious. Like Christian Gonzalez on the defense. Was a guy that in the first four games of his career in the NFL was already being talked about a defensive rookie of the year, which says it all. I, I don't know, like, I mean, I th- yes, I think it'll be his last year. I wouldn't be surprised if it isn't because he deserves, you could argue he deserves as much time as he wants because of what he's done to that organization. And I, I agree with that. I, 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 I don't think him. he would like, I don't think like he would be, a, it would be a situation where he gave up the head coaching role and said as a GM. I think whenever he does go, it'll it'll be both. But people would argue, like you know, like look, people will look back in thirty years when you know it's quite likely he'll not be with us anymore, and they'll say he's the greatest coach of all time, and I agree, he's been incredible. But
1: I I would disagree in the sense of he can, what could you say he could be like? He'll probably get another year because of the stuff he's done. He can be. There I think he like... has
0: got leeway to an extent, but if they were to lose out now, absolutely not. But I'm saying like if they won, like.
1: Five I, games. Yeah. yeah, but I I think I disagree with you in the sense that I think he's kind of lost a bit of, not like what would you say? I don't I don't think people look at him like I think he's lost that leeway of you know staying another year because he's won them so many Super Bowls since he let Brady go and Brady walks into the Buccaneers and wins the Super Bowl his first year at the Bucs I think people saw that. I think for me, you know. I'm looking at that situation, I'm like, he should have never let Brady go. You know, it was, you know, even in the books you read about the Patriots, they always say that Belichick, it's, it's he's not kind of, he's a, he can be a cold and kind of business-like guy, like he's always looking to upgrade the team. If someone's asking for too much money, he'll just replace them. He thinks everyone's replaceable. And clearly not the quarterback, like that's, that's not a position that you can replace easily. And so I think for me personally, when, Brady left and won a Super Bowl that his first year at the Buccaneers. I think Belichick for me lost a bit of leeway in, in how he runs things.
0: I think, well, the big sort of talk is that it was the there was a fallout with Croft and really, which has obviously been men. and was it was luck, it was awesome to see the first game of the season in New England and see the um and just see really come back home and sort of lay everything the rest I thought it was amazing I was almost tearing up at it like how sad my life is it was awesome Um, met an absolute heap of Patriots fans today and I was asking like just you know your thoughts on it and got got a mixed bag you know a lot of them realise that he's done an awful lot so t- look time will tell I'd love to get your reaction Michaela because you, you've been sitting watching these games and just and this just this is just the final point. And there's so many things we could talk about. We could talk about the Broncos breaking the bed against the Jets. We could talk about the Eagles against the Rams. We could talk about the, the, the Falcons comeback against the Texans and fantastic comeback at that from them. And um, but we 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 will do that on Monday night. i just love to get your thoughts, Michaela, on on Daniel Jones. This is a guy that's had a history of neck injuries, and I've seen this snap. Um now the offensive line for the Giants has got Daniel Jones sacked twenty-eight times in five weeks. That's obviously unacceptable. Did you see the snap and just throw your thoughts on on the Giants? Because obviously, like, look, they, they were expected to lose it to the Dolphins. They had no Saquon for a start. Like, there's there's talk saying he might not come back. He's that injured, apparently.
1: He, yeah I didn't see the snap now because I would read zone on but I did see him them taking him off and he was walking off fine it, it, it looked like like to be honest I didn't know what injury it was until you just said it I just assumed it could have been you know an arm a shoulder a, like a leg like I didn't think it was going to be his neck um, but he seemed to walk off okay um. but you know I feel he right. had
0: a cer- cervical neck sprain week twelve twenty twenty one, which caused him to miss the remainder of that season. And he had he's admitted tonight that his neck soreness and his pain feels similar to what he had. If I am him, I'm walking, I'm done. You can't you can't put your health above
1: that. like that's not oh you know. no especially not your neck. Like we know Peyton Manning had to had surgery on his on his was it his neck as well.
0: Yeah, just like so he 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 got the was it the fusion in the back and. At the time, it was, like, a, it was really advanced sort of science, like, M- Madison, and it was risky as hell. But, obviously, we know it worked for him, and it was great, you know.
1: Yeah, all, like, I should, to be honest, like, like if I'm Daniel Downs, I'm looking at that, and I'm like, why would I bother coming back this season? Like, the only thing, like, to be honest, the only thing he'd have to worry about is the starting position. Well, honestly, like, he he's probably lost out. Like, I think people look at him, they look at the contract he was given and they're like, what an absolute waste of money. Like, I know last year he played a lot better than he has before. Um, but, you know, he, he was always drafted too high by the Giants. I remember they drafted him and everyone was just kind of like, WTS, who is this guy? Like, I know everyone wanted um, Dwayne asking, Um, Rest in peace to him. But, you know, I think, you know, the the... the Giants have not really to lose now, to be honest. I was there, my tank like, yeah, try to get Kayla Williams or something. Because, like, to go from a team who was in the playoffs last year to had, like, the head coach of the year to just being unrecognizable, kind of, in every aspect of the game and just getting blown out by all these teams and, like, no one having any kind of belief in you, you know, just let Daniel Jones, you know, rehab his neck or whatever. Just play the best you can. And, you know, if you don't play well, you don't play well. You'll get high drafts. You know what I mean? It's, that's the great thing about the NFL. But, like, watching the Premier League and, you know, Liverpool drew today and City lost today. And, but, you know, if, or you finish your bad, like, Matt, um, you know, you're, you're, it's just the thing about the Premier League. You know, if you lose and stuff like that and you're bad, you don't get anything out of it. But if you're in the NFL, you're bad. You get the best player, you know, the next a once in a lifetime player you know like the jags bad last couple of years and look at them now they've launched and you know they're three and two and they're playoff contenders now probably every year so yeah daniel jones just rest rehab they'll probably be traded and the giants will probably draft the quarterback this year i think that's what's gonna happen
0: i love that like that's gonna trigger half of the irish half of the irish giants fan there just this, this is the very very end I don't know what's going to happen to the Giants, I'm, I'm not even going to speculate it anymore. The fact that they paid a guy 160 million, just summed it up so I'm not even going to bother. It's a ridiculous situation, I hope he's okay. Uh, time will tell what happens. There's so much more to go into, Michaela. I, like, am I falling asleep? Potentially. There's a big of in the football coming up and I've been on the road all day. So look, I, I appreciate you coming on and doing this. It's been good Cracks sort of coming into a wee bit and there's... this is the You know, you're talking about the Premier League, this is the beauty of the NFL there's almost there's always a talking point whether it's now whether it's in March or April so uh thank you so much we will chat um during the week and I can't wait to hear some of your picks for week six especially this Titans Ravens game so uh, I will chat these you soon